eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. My thing is this, because if, if you listen to Kurt along, you know Ryan Horvath cannot stand Clifford and hated the pick, hated everything to do with it. I'm not a Clifford guy either. I didn't like the pick either. But the reason we didn't like the pick is because we watched him at Penn State blow big game after big game after big game. I mean, if you can be a choke in college, that's what he was, throwing dumb interceptions at dumb moments, making dumb decisions. Uh, does he have the physical tools to play? Yes. Clearly has the arm strength, clearly has the mobility. He wows you in in increments where you're like, damn, he looks really good. But then when the pressure gets turned up a notch, he kind of forgets. And that that's the scary part. So a lot of these people that are watching him probably never watched college football or never watched him at Penn State or didn't watch a lot of Penn State um, and are getting all excited by what they see. Having said that, hey, you could do worse uh, as a backup to Jordan Love. I mean, I... I Maybe I'm crazy. I, I don't think he's going to come in and embarrass himself or the offense for two or three games if he had to come in and play if Jordan Love got hurt or something. I think he could keep the boat floating in the right direction this first year here as a rookie. And then who knows? Maybe this turns into a situation where he's Matt Hasselbeck and he balls out every preseason and you eventually can flip him for a one or a two or something and, and get that going again like the Packers used to do. Yeah, that wow, that Hasselbeck comparison is is center of the dartboard, man. Because uh, the thing, the two things that Clifford for me has shown in the preseason, there's there's a certain poise to it, and I get the games don't count, but there right. is a certain presence, you know. That there's those, especially those that are rookie quarterbacks that are getting in the league, are either so amped up and so hyped, or so scared by the situation that it shows. And I don't see that with Clifford. That's one. The other thing is, as far as the game management aspect of it is concerned, you can tell he's smart. You can tell he understands this is, you know, the situation for this touch pass or this or whatever. And the, even the post-game interviews sound. And, and what I have to remember is that is that these two quarterbacks are basically the same age. That's the other right. thing I have to keep here is that Clifford is a rookie, but he's an old rookie. Uh, so that does help. But, uh, yeah, I I am um, – I'm, I am – in terms of where I was before the preseason to now, I've come farther on Clifford than I have on Love. I'm not saying anything about somebody being a starter. I just I thought Jordan Love would be pretty good. Now I think he's good. I thought Clifford could be anything from soup to nuts, and now I think he's you know a legitimate backup. Now I will say this: 
uh, we had uh, Jaime Cano as our guy that does Brewers uh, Telemundo Brewers. He filled in for one game on Packers. Football's not not his sport. He was picking it up or whatever. And he's watching Clifford in that game against the Bengals. And Jaime says, uh, "Man, I don't know. Sean Clifford looks like the better quarterback right now." And I and I just kind of stopped and I said, "Okay, I gotta I gotta figure out a way out of this, right?" So my response was. Man, if Clifford could face the Bengals second team every week, I think he'd be a Pro Bowler. <laughs> no doubt, right? And you got to remember that too. Who they're playing, right? Clifford's not playing the other team's ones necessarily at this point. But again, physically, the tools—he's there. I'm not saying he's going to stink or anything like that. I think he can go out there and win a game or two for you, probably if he had to fill in for two or three games, something along those lines. You have no idea though how it's going to work when we start talking about, um. The fact of, you know, who is he playing, right? Is he playing a great defense? That made, made things a little bit more difficult. Is he playing a crappy team? Then, yeah, he's going to be obviously in a position to win. Let's talk about some of the guys that didn't play in this game. No Eric Stokes. Haven't seen him yet. Still coming back from injury. Don't know when we'll see him, if we see him. Jair Alexander didn't play in this game. Rashawn Gary didn't play. Devondre Campbell didn't play. David Bakhtiari didn't play. There are others, but those are the main guys, uh, obviously, at this point. So when you see those defensive guys out, like Rashawn Gary, and then Inga Bari just says, to hell with this, I got you. Don't worry, I got you. I mean, he was a rookie out of South Carolina last year, and he showed you flashes. And now he comes back this year, and he looks like, and again, know who you're playing, all that, I understand that, but he looks legit right now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think uh, when you when you talk about Enagbari and you talk about Carl Brooks and guys like that, uh, right. If we, when you're when you're on that side of things, the first thing that comes to my mind is not can they be a one. In other words, it's not a Jordan Love conversation. It's can they be a two, right? Could they be an effective backup or an effective person in the mix? And I think both Enigbari and Brooks showed in that second preseason game they're making a legitimate case to to be a two and to be part of the depth there on defense because that was legitimate pressure. That was legitimate stuff that that happened from both of those guys. Uh, in the game against uh, New England. And look, New England was the, – the, the impression I got from New England was that it was one of the most important things that it could have could have happened to this Packers team at this time, which is to say Bill Belichick and his boys came in and they were not playing around. They didn't care that it was August. They were putting pressure. They were making life difficult during the joint practices. They were making it difficult during the games. Bill Belichick called a timeout – with three seconds left in the third quarter, it was the third quarter, right? Yeah, and and then came he never back. stops coaching, though. You know how that works. But that, but so what? What that does is all of these young folks, whether you're talking quarterbacks, defensive, whatever, you know, the rookies, the new guys, they see it, and it's a legitimate challenge. You know what I mean? It's not just oh, well, these guys are wearing Bengals jerseys, but they don't care. You know, they're right. ready for September. Like the 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 Patriots showed up. Uh, in, a, in a serious way, I thought that helped the Packers progress quite a bit. So to me, there's a little bump up in what Anakbari and Brooks and these guys did uh, in that second preseason game because I think they did it against a team that cared a little bit. 
Right. Yeah, no doubt about it. And there was definitely that animosity because of the joint practices and everything else and the everything that happened before the game and all that stuff. So that was that was something else to talk about. Your thoughts early on Van Ness. I yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat. I I what I'd love to see ideally from a first round pick is somebody that that you could instantly slide into a spot, feel like you have something between a starter and and you know, if you get really lucky, a Pro Bowl level player. And at this point, I think the first season might be a little bit of a project for Van Ness. And it's, you know, I'm talking in August here, maybe by October it changes. Yep. Maybe the you know, game situation brings something different out of him. But it's just, it's you, you want the player to be a little bit uh, ahead of the game in August. And I feel like the game is a little bit ahead of the player in August. Maybe that's the, the best way to say it. He's not had a, a, a chance really to stand out. He's not stood out. Uh, that is... Uh, for me, it's something that's going to be hard to fix in the current NFL system, too, because he's got one more preseason week against the Seahawks, and then teams enter this limbo now for two weeks, and then all of a sudden they go from that to, boom, here we go. It's at Chicago. Uh, I, I'm yep. a little worried Van Ness is going to get lost in the shuffle, at least in the beginning. Yeah, and, and he may not play a ton either. Like Remember, Rashawn Gary didn't play a ton, and if everybody is healthy on this defense, if Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary and Engabari are all healthy, he may not get a lot of snaps per game, which is fine. It may be obvious, you know, third and long type situations where maybe he gets to run out there and do something, and they move some guys around, and that's how you know he gets on the field. What about Valentine, the rookie out of Kentucky, a seventh round draft pick, the cornerback? Everybody was high on after Week One in preseason, joint practice, and everything else. He uh, had uh, a little bit more of an up and down performance uh, in the second exhibition game. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where I, I started to pay attention to to I think thirty seven is the number I like I, I kept an eye for him because that he was so good in that first preseason week that I'm like okay yep. this is a guy that could be a thing right and yeah you you hit it on the head there were there were moments in that second preseason game where he looked turned around I mean it was. You know the the first the receiver down from behind on the one of them. Yeah, I, that's and again preseason. This is happening, right? Like, oh man, this is this is not a thing you want for you know this close to a regular season, especially if somebody's trying to compete for a spot. I, I thought I thought at first that the first preseason week would be the start of something good. I'm a little more worried that the first preseason week was a flash, and the second week might be closer to the right. two. Uh, that's one player where this third game against Seattle is going to mean something because, uh, you know, he's got something extra to prove. He's got to show that that what he put on tape against Cincinnati is closer to the real him.